In my past experiences teaching, I had worked in grade level teams, but not quite as closely as I did when I came here to Sanger Unified and we were expected to work in professional learning communities. Our district is very supportive of PLC meetings. Uh, we meet once a week with our grade level members to go over assessments and how our students are doing. Every other week we have a minimum release day where we are given more time to meet within our PLC. Each PLC um, has one person who is considered the leader and uh, that person is on the leadership team and we have additional meetings and trainings that we go to. This year we're focusing on our English learners in our PLCs and we go over specific questions about how our ELs did and ahead of teaching we'll even go over what things might be difficult for them. We've had our CSP and our principal come in and kind of help us through the process. They're present for a while each time we meet in PLCs to see what we're doing and they kind of point us in the right direction and with their help we've changed what we do and looked at different data or looked more in depth into it. When we examine data, we really sit down with our teachers by grade level and explain the specific data and what it means and how they can apply it to their classroom. I've, when I first became a principal, you know, I would give them all the data sheets that I had. Some were getting, they, they were getting confused. They didn't understand why are we getting this. It was more work. It was more work for them. And data shouldn't be more work. Data should give us more of a focus. Um, in the classroom. And after that, I learned that as a principal, I need to screen the data so we don't get into this data overload, so that we are using the data that we need to make a difference in the classroom. The power of data is that you're, you're comparing, you're looking at what's happening in your classroom with this particular students. The issue that we had several years ago with data is that at each grade level, teachers were giving different assessments. That's a problem because on a day-to-day -day basis, teachers need to be communicating on the success of their children, on whether their children are learning. And that's important because we can focus our conversations on the learning of students. When we participate in professional learning communities, we're expected to all come up with a common assessment and then administer it to everyone in that same grade level. And afterward, we look at the data and how each student performed, discuss any strengths or barriers for our students, and um, decide if we need to reteach that particular standard or if we can move on. We taught them how to look at assessments and see if they're working in the classrooms. We figured out that the publisher's assessments were not as rigorous as the CST was. So the teachers looked at the CST re release test questions, looked at the language, looked and see how they were asking the questions. So they d would develop tests that were rigorous enough. The most challenging part of moving to this kind of data-based assessment was knowing that I was always going to be held accountable and my data was going to be out there for everyone to see. When they do bring the data to their PLCs, and if my class did horrible and my partner's class, the two partners did wonderful, it's not an I gotcha. It's me asking them, what did you do? I need to know what you did. I need your help. And that's part of the professional learning community also. If I just had a few that didn't do well and my partner, all of her kids did really well, I would say, can you please teach my kids how you did it? Because obviously the way I'm doing it isn't working. Aside from looking at data and assessments, we were able to talk about our students and give each other ideas and help for their success in life, not just on tests.